Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we are watching the entire Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise a quarter hour at a time. Uh, I am Zach Bassetta, here with me as always is Vito Lapicola. Hey everybody. Anthony Ray Finch. Vroom, vroom, bitches. Yeah. And our guest today is Tyler McPhail. He does 99% of the work at thegrandgeekgathering.com. <laughs> that is not an exaggeration, by the <laughs> oh way. But, but. <laughs> How's it going, Tyler? Thanks for joining us. It's going well. Thank you so much. I wish I had a catchy uh, like catchphrase, but I don't. You know, it's, it's weird. You don't need a catchphrase because you are indeed, you're like the James Brown of podcasting. <laughs> Just won't stop. Just well, no, won't it's, stop. It's it's this. You guys, this is serious. Like like we met. What was the uh, the con we met at? Hannibal Taboo introduced us. Yeah, um, at one of the cons. Oh, and it was uh, it was uh, Eagle Con. Yeah, it was at Eagle God, Con, was, and we were talking, and you were like, Eagle I don't know. No, yeah. Eagle Con's awesome. Ace or the flying. It's, uh, it's, it's at like it's one room. <laughs> no, but it was a great con. Like yeah. yeah, super. It was. It's like basically at a at a college, and you go there, and it's it's one big room. But I mean the camaraderie there yeah. and like the fans are amazing oh yeah so we met there and i was like you were like we what do you do Vito? Like yeah we totally hit it off you were like what do you do Vito?" i'm like oh i've been doing comics on comics you know i'm like what do you do he's like i have an umbrella of like 45 podcasts that i do and you're on <laughs> well, the first every- thing i always say is like it's that i was like well first thing i do i'm very adhd and that's but you do like <laughs> you you are on every show. What is how many is it? Like ten? Uh, we, we 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 had seven. We now okay. down to five. So two so, on hiatus. But then we're yeah we're we so do a lot. you record them and produce them. <laughs> yeah, you're on them. Yeah, you created them. Yeah, and you do all of them at basically every con within like seventy five or hundred. He just miles doesn't do the tagline. Like, yeah. That's I the only thing. I hit thirty cons was last like, year. Yeah, and so you do that, up. and then and then you you said that, and I think I was the one who was like, I, I do a podcast for like whatever. I felt so lazy at that point because I was just like, this guy literally is like, it's a full time job for you, yeah, and you have a full time job, so yeah, it's it's impressive, man. Oh, and you're funny as hell. <laughs> no, thank you. I appreciate that. So, what's your your history mom. with the, the Fast and Furious movies? Are you into um, these? At I, all? <laughs> I have seen Tokyo Drift, and that is it. And then 15 nice. minutes of this movie. Um, <laughs> this is the second guest in a row where like they've seen less of the movie. We've, we've caught him up to speed. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He knows enough to understand too fast. That's right. You should like work complicated. You should work at IMDb and like so where you can write the synopsis. Because, I, like, I actually contemplated um, because somebody had told me they were hiring like copywriters for Netflix, mm-hmm. and I watched. You look at the descriptions, and they're, oh, they're so bad. Yeah. And I was like they don't even get the essence of what the movie is about so i thought about it but unbelieve it or not you have to have a copywriting background yeah. to get the job at netflix and i'm like i'm better than the copywriters though the shit that they have on there is terrible i love bad copyright it reminds me of like the tv guide you remember like when like tv guide would oh, go up yes. and they would have like the absolute worst things ever like i think yeah. one of them was uh was like romeo and juliet like man loves uh man uh, falls in love with woman in the shakespearean happy play hilarity <laughs> ensues <laughs> every <laughs> single one of them ended with hilarity ensues dude you think that's bad <laughs> dallas each week it just said uh rich oil tycoons fuck each other <laughs> Hilarity ensues. All right. <laughs> well, so for our purposes, we'll catch up real quick. Uh, Brian and Roman are on their way to becoming drivers for importer, exporter, and drug kingpin. And the longest Road. interview ever, apparently. Yes, it's for, still going on. It's a couple days. It's been an hour into the movie, and he's still like, "I'm vacillating <laughs> yeah, on whether or not sure. I want you to to be my people." Right, because they've yeah. already done the race, right. and now they're at the, the Pearl nightclub where Carter's taking them into a back room to watch him deal with a corrupt cop. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
This is where we begin. Where, where your experience this is, is too fast. Pretty I love scene. that actor. Yeah. I oh, just, the, the, the detective. Mark Boone. Oh, the right? detective. Mark Boone. Oh my gosh. I, I just love the fact of one thing when I first saw him, I was like, God, I could really use a falafel right now. That's the first thing I thought about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Wait, is this because he's doughy like the bread? Or no, it's from it, Batman Begins. Yeah, oh, Batman geez. Begins. Like, well, like, not fal- even remember. They don't that. like falafel, and that's just like yeah. We were my, gushing my over Mike uh, Mark Boone last week too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a good. He's a pops up in tons of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He, he's I a love great. him in Sins of Anarchy. He's in Bobby Elvis. Yeah, nice. It seems like a character in everything. They cut out his eye. It's pretty brutal. Well, I have it on good authority that our analysis of this particular section is greatly anticipated. It's it's known as the rat scene, and I know it particularly (laughs) uh, creeped me out the first time I saw it. I fucking hated it, dude. Oh my god! Like I like it made you uncomfortable. You didn't like it as a scene. No, it made me uncomfortable. Right, right. Like I was just like they're basically baking that rat on that guy's stomach. (laughs) Yeah, it was the worst uh, like American Tail movie I've ever seen. Uh, (laughs) Fievel goes under the bucket. Somewhere, oh, it's very hot in here. Carter. Ghost mobster. What would he've done if he would have baked? What, what would he have done if like the whole plan went south? He lifted it. The rat was dead from the heat, and he's just like, "Fuck!" <laughs> now I didn't get what I wanted. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, Carter tells Detective Whitworth that he's been on his payroll for a long time, and he needs him to do one last job. Yeah. Apparently, they've discussed this before because Whitworth says he won't do it without any other information. And he's also apparently he's in charge of the units that are watching the property Correct. for the last year. Yes. Correct. So, yeah, that was a line. Yeah. <laughs> that, so was, in, that was a direct line. Yeah. Right. And so Carter says, well, that's the wrong answer, of course. And has Enrique and Roberto, has Enrique and Roberto, my right. two favorite henchmen, yes. hold Whitworth down and tie him to a table. They rip off his shirt, which is. Exposing the the delicate stunt belly beneath. Yes, yes, and the the hard it was nipples. Like someone, of it was like someone rubber. took took a very large beetle and took the exoskeleton <laughs> off and exposed the soft portion beneath. It was, it was a disturbing shot. It was, and so he's he's laying there, and Carter uncovers the bucket and takes out a live rat. He tells Brian and Roman to sit down and approaches Whitworth with the rat in the bucket, all Ugh. all intimidating like. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. This I, didn't concern you. weren't concerned for Whitworth. Tyler? I grew up with I grew up with Hook, man. The boo box was like a billion times scarier for me. Yeah, so, so this, this was, was nothing. nothing. Okay. Yeah. Because Glenn I, Close in the, in the boo box. That's not, that's just that's terrifying. The boo Glenn box. Close herself is just terrifying if you really think about it. <laughs> Scariest celebrity ever. Oh, years to figure out those dead eyes. Yeah, you mean same. I know, years. right? Well, so so Carter's plan here. He tells Whitworth that when the bucket gets hot enough, the rat's going to want out, and there's only one way to go. He then places South. the rat on Whitworth's <laughs> Which stomach, is through his stomach, covers yes. the bucket. Yes, because yeah. we also saw earlier that there was a blowtorch in this right. uh, champagne he's room. Gonna, yeah. He's about to get Marcellus Wallace and medieval <laughs> all over the this motherfucker. Yes. I think it would have worked a lot better though if the guy was skinnier because I mean, that's a lot. Like that's a lot of fat. I mean, that's I don't know. That's when true. I was, a lot when I was fat, through. like you never like when your friends always hit your stomach. It didn't hurt that <laughs> I was, badly. That, that is, it's one of those things I was thinking <laughs> about. I feelings. was like, nowadays, if, <laughs> yeah. if they were like, we're gonna take your shirt off and expose you in a movie, that guy would have worked out for three months straight and been ripped as fuck yeah. so that when they tore his shirt off people <laughs> were like holy Mark shit that's right. gimmick yeah, he's, he's the schlubby guy his agent's he's like you aren't putting on I think you are not been... losing one fucking pound Mark exactly yeah. oh, come on. Bread. I think it would have been a lot worse if they made him do the truffle shuffle but that's just right. me <laughs> <laughs> it's like you <laughs> he's the adult well, look Paul Walker okay do you want this to happen to you oh god no he's like I it already has, has. No, do whatever no, no. you want please please make him stop well and like Vito had mentioned Carter says that Whitworth is the one that's in charge of all the cops watching Carter's properties. And so what he wants is a 15-minute window when all those cops 
disappear. That's our yeah. 15 minute That's hook. That's all the information That's that the we hook get. we have for this show. That's right. That's, That's the 15 minutes of, of time that we're watching. But, <laughs> it ties um, I don't know right why, in. but the, the villain actor, like every mm-hmm. time he talked, I felt like he was falling asleep. And I just can't imagine how many takes it took for him. He was just so boring. <laughs> We God. we like Cole Hauser on. They're this like show. Cole, Cole, yeah. 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 We're we're still rolling. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I feel like Cole Hauser is having so much fun being a total creep. Yeah. Like as he's doing this, he's he's chuckling and looking at Brian and Roman. Like, isn't yeah. this fun guy? He does have some intense yeah. stares. Yeah. Like yeah. his stares yeah. are like the most intense. Like I, as an as a casting agent, it must be terrifying when they're like look into the camera and then they I oh please don't look into the camera. It's yeah. it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be horrible. And uh, so they're they're heating up the bucket. Whitworth is screaming. He's saying, "I'm a cop. You'll never get away with this." And uh, Carter tells Monica to hold his mouth to cover the screams, and and she does it. And and Roman is shocked at this that she actually yeah it's follows pretty, through this it's order. Pretty. This scene is very intense because there is a moment. It's this great shot of Enrique. I think it's Enrique. I forget. I which uh, ones Enrico. Are... Enrique has the mole. Okay, I can't. I I think it's Enrique. Like, looks over, he smiles, and he glances at Brian and Rome. And yeah. there's this moment where they like look away, you. but they're they 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 look down. Like you could just see that they're terrified by this. But the others are all enjoying it. It's it's pretty dark. Yeah, I, I didn't really get anything from Paul Walker during this scene. But <laughs> there was nothing Ty- to get. Yeah. Yeah. Tyrese looked looked legitimately like uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, he it did. Was, and I was actually kind of watching he's Paul. Probably terrified. Yeah. He's probably scared of rats. Paul Walker was just well, smiling with his goofy smile. You know, well, he was just kind of sitting there like, uh, like, yeah, yeah. like and I yeah, don't want to hate him on the man here. He's, we, he's we trying to Walker. show that he's dispassionate. Yes. I think he's like, it's do been eight know. hours since I've been in a car. I, I don't know what to <laughs> I do. I need a sandwich. <laughs> I'm having a midlife crisis There's a race right in the scene, right? No, it's a rat. Okay, I'm checking out. <laughs> oh, shit. So, <laughs> tell, me, tell me when the scene's over. I don't know over. what that is. <laughs> tell me when the scene's over, bro. Whitworth finally agrees to give him his 15 minutes. Carter says that if Whitworth betrays him, his rat friend is going to visit Whitworth's wife, son, and daughter. He lifts he lists them by name to be extra I creepy. Love, I love that. The exact line That's is a this. nice touch. You betray me, and my rat here is going to visit your wife. Lynn, yeah. Your son, Clay, <laughs> and your daughter, Lexi, which is the whitest-sounding <laughs> yeah. family. Clay and Lexi. They're in fucking Clay. Miami, and all of their children sound like they go to, like, McLernan Prep School. Okay? It's Tad and... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's like, who names a Bryce. kid Clay? Does, <laughs> that, does, does Mark Boone Jr. look like the type of guy who's like, yeah, I'm going to name my son Clay and my daughter he's Lexi? A, yeah, exactly. It, he's got a... My, my old thing is he has a wife. <laughs> he does. We see pictures. He's got later. a wife, and he's been seduced by a hot blonde on the scene before, which clearly shows us it's a Hollywood production and not real life. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Car- Carter's having a blast doing this. Monica genuinely looks disgusted uh, as Whitworth gets up, his fat belly covered in b- blood and rat bites, all yeah. gross and shit. Yeah. Uh, Carter asks Brian and Roman if they enjoyed the show. There seems to have been some. Uh, something cut here because he's suddenly embroiled and embroiled in telling them that they'll only have this 15 minutes before the cops are all over him. It seemed like he maybe explained it's a very weird. What it's a very weird job cut. was. Yeah. Well, he's, he, yeah. Cause he's just like, he's like, do hey, you guys enjoy the show? By the way, have a little champagne. We're going to leave. And you're like, what? <laughs> no, he's like, Hey, did you enjoy the show? You only got 15 minutes before the cops are going to yeah. be all over. It's like, what happened between? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah something, something, something's missing. Here. He's a very, as, as we're going to see a little later, he's a very like, 
when you really think about this villain in the context of the movie, mm-hmm. he's one of the dumbest villains that they've ever presented as a mastermind. It's he like, is it's his like, own worst enemy. It's like having a movie character that's like me, where I just get completely, <laughs> where I'll just say one thing and then a whole new subject like the next second. You completely forget it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's focused on being cool, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He loves to change rooms. We know that much. He, yeah. he, he didn't he's, have a zinger, so he just kept going. I think <laughs> it's very safe to say also that this guy may very well be a serial killer. I think he's that's really a enjoying because one of us, I think, when we were watching the 15 minutes, was like, I think he had like an erection while he was a like torturing yeah. that guy. Like he really looks like he's getting off. It's disturbing. Well, whatever the details of Brian and Roman's mission are, are none of our business at this point. Uh, Carter tells them to be at <laughs> Carter tells them to be at Versailles Cafe by six a.m. the day after tomorrow. Which I guess it's only the day after tomorrow to give Brian and Roman time to do their plan. Yeah, which just yeah. why in the world else would and it the world be? The will freeze over. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal shows up. Um, <laughs> he warns them that if they cross him, they'll be next. And there's no. Oh, I, I put. I wrote down. There's no way that that rat could bite through Tyrese's chiseled abs. I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> the rat. The rat would have given up. Exactly. I don't I think stopped. Tyrese was I concerned. I quit. Yeah. There's not enough fat here for me to enjoy. I'm not getting any nourishment. I'm just gonna lay here and die in the heat. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm dead. I'm, Did you get? I'm not chiseling this perfect. This perfect specimen. <laughs> you asking me to eat through a god? I don't think so. The uh, one of the funny things that I notice about Carter Verone is check this out. So there, he has this. He's rich and he's white. Mm-hmm. All of his employees are of color, and you think, oh, he's he's doing a really nice thing. He's he's helping these minorities out <laughs> until you realize that he only has them around so that they can do the shit he won't do himself. I mean, everyone like- is expendable to him. Carter Verone is a virtual representation of the GOP. I have been dying to use this phrase, and it's appropriate. Vroom, vroom, no. bitches? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> are, are you ready for this? Yes. This is groundbreaking. First time I've ever, ever uttered these words from my mouth. All right, let's hear it. Weird flex, but okay. Wait, Weird what? what? Weird, Weird flex, flex but, okay. but okay. Why are none of us understanding this? <sighs> Do you guys not go on the internet? That's like the hottest yeah. saying now. <laughs> Oh, apparently, apparently not. Oh no, you mad, bro? No, I'm just kidding. Right right now, that was like ten years ago. That was that was the point. Can I have cheeseburger? It was the old old meme that I was throwing in your face because I didn't understand that. Thanks for ruining the bit. Right now, it's like all Avengers and SpongeBob still. Yeah, I'm sorry, Anthony. You're you're way hipper than we are, Anthony. Fuck yeah, I am. There you go. I, I don't know You're if there's current on Reddit. If yeah. There's gonna be a time to to quickly mention Cole's brother Wings, Wingshauser. Holy shit, Wingshauser! Yeah, yeah. Go, let's do it. Let's talk about because, him. because uh, Wings. Which, first of all, if that's his given name, almost as good as Cheers. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> Cheers Hauser and his other one, Mad About You Hauser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all '90s Friends Hauser. Yeah. yeah, he he popped up uh, in a bunch of like '80s episodes of like TV. Like I noticed him first. I want to say in an episode of uh, Magnum PI, and like he was playing like uh, an old uh, Vietnam crazy Vietnam soldier. You know, who'd come back from the war and everything. And uh, he kind of pops up in a whole bunch of stuff. And I was kind of surprised that I that they're brothers. That is wild. Yeah, I never realized. That. Any Ooh. relation to Hulhauser? Sadly, I don't believe so. The Damn world's it. worst travel. Uh, <laughs> that dude was such a goon. Hey, now, what folks, you got here? In the middle. 
of a of a cave that while dog is eating an avocado. Are those stalactites <laughs> or stalagmites? So in California, does stalagmite get too excited for this episode? Oh in California, there's a documentarian guy. I mean, I guess he, I don't know if he worked for himself or for the news or whatever. He would just go f- around California and do these little self film segments. Yeah. Uh, of Americana. They were terrible. Uh, would, it was California Gold. This here is called. a house that looks like a UFO. Oh, it's taken off. <laughs> well, that's he, he was, wonderful. He was he was, okay. he was so he positive. He was unbearable. Yeah, two, yeah. two quick things about Hulhauser. This this clip is on YouTube. It's amazing. He's at the border, the Mexican border, right? You take and, all them folks back. And you know that how they have that, that line where it's like if you cross it, you know, well, yeah, that's yeah. what a border is, obviously. Yeah. But they have like an <laughs> actual like line. So he's talking to like a like a police officer, and he's just like, "So let me get this straight. If I put my foot here, I'm in Mexico." And he's like, "Yes, but please don't do that. That's illegal. <laughs> it's illegal to do that." And he's like, "But but my I want to be in here, two places, and I'm in Mexico. I, I'm going to show you the clip. It, it's the funniest thing. But here's the best part. Right in the background, somebody on Me- in Mexico." runs across the border <laughs> because he has this card distracted. That's great. <laughs> someone pulls. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. that's, awesome. how, that's how you can help the caravan, folks. Go out there and stay <laughs> on the border and put your feet over the edge. And somebody has like, somebody's like selling like a, a Spider-Man pinata and he's just like, is Spider-Man popular here in Mexico? How do you, you say Spider-Man spiders? in Spanish? Yeah, yeah. he's Heelhauser. You just have to oh, see this guy rest in peace. I'm going to watch so many of these clips. Oh, dude. I'm surprised After this he is over, I'm showing ask, you that clip. Okay, why didn't he ask the guy do. when the guy's like, you know, your foot is now in Mexico? He's like, then you can't do anything to me because I'm not in America anymore. <laughs> do your best, officer. Sorry. No, no problem. Number five. Back in Miami. Uh, well, we're still at the real quick before they leave the nightclub. Uh, Roman and Brian are left in the room. Carter and Monica go out to the hallway where Carter kisses her all rough and shit. Yeah. And squeezes her, her face and tells wall, her if she ever dude. touches another man, he'll kill her. I told you they were fucking you guys. I told you. Yeah. yeah. That's evidence. That's love. That's you real touch love another right man. Yeah, you touch another man, I'll kill you. At the same, it doesn't smack her. At he, least. No, he shoves her head into the wall, though, well, dude. Yeah, that's, arguably worse. Yeah yeah. 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 Well, she's a good cop. I'll say that. Yeah, she's Doing under her fucking cover deep. So yeah. Brian and Roman head back to Tej's. Roman thinks Monica was, was into torturing the cop and doesn't touch uh, and doesn't trust her. Brian says she did what she had to do. Roman thinks Brian is falling for Monica just like that quote unquote crazy ass trailer rat Tanya. I thought after this line we were gonna get a little backstory between Roman and Brian, just a setup to a bad joke. Yeah, I really hate that line. Oh my god, <laughs> it was the uh, is I couldn't couldn't let it go to waste. I I cringe. He, well, he's uh, you gotta you gotta set that up though because he goes that crazy uh, trailer rat Tanya. Paul Walker goes, you went out with her after I did. And that's what he goes, I couldn't yeah, let I, that, that go to Clearly they were talking about Tanya Harding. Dude, she would have kicked both her asses. I don't care how chill his abs are. Tanya would have like, You two make me so mad, I'm going to go out and... and Break somebody's I get my leg. husband on you. I love yeah. I love Tanya Harding. I don't I don't care, especially after that movie. Now, the movie like, was oh, great. Well, yeah. are, do you love Tanya Harding because you love Tanya Harding, or because she was portrayed by the gorgeous Margot Robbie? Both. Okay. I, I will Just I will check. watch a whole John Wick movie of like Tanya Harding. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I would watch a full John Wick movie of with anyone. Really, as long oh, as yeah, as yeah. long as Keanu Reeves is in it. Hugh Hauser. Yeah. I love, oh man, <laughs> and Hugh Hauser is the villain. Y'all gonna get away? You better shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> there bullets in that gun. 
The uh, you could not get away with that scene, by the way. Today, there's there's all kinds of stuff inside of this second movie. The first film, um, there's a couple of questionable moments where yeah. one of the villains calls a character a slur for homosexual. Oh shit! And, and we were like, wow, you could not do that twelve years later or whatever. This scene. You could not do that today. Yeah, yeah you would it's get just called out. Yeah, I don't think you could have really done it back then, but it was just kind of like they just did it. Oh, I know <laughs> I was married back then. Yeah. He's a trailer rat. Too. It was like 2001. Uh, uh, I hated huh? that line. What, what year did this movie come out? Oh, 2003. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No and, one and it, at this then. point, we don't know what was written and what was improvised. Frankly, you know, yeah. we were still freaking out about TSA and stuff. Right. <laughs> what? Wait, you're gonna X-ray my body and I gotta put take your my shoes off. I don't care what. I don't care what. Does it take me three hours to get on my plane? Yeah. Right. So inside the garage, which is basically the bumpinest community center on the block, everyone's hanging out, playing cards. The main characters, Tej and Suki, are uh, sitting there with uh, the mechanic Jimmy playing poker and jimmy is apparently an amateur rapper in free flows believing he won a hand but then tej has an even better hand <laughs> you guys because tej never loses <laughs> you guys this is the worst rap ever it's pretty bad. you know i don't you know, know. How, did like, you see the new mortal Kombat trailer oh no because God. jesus christ oh yeah the music's terrible i love the trailer but the music's terrible. no i'm sorry like i honestly like, I, I would rather have a whole spinoff movie about this rap <laughs> than watch that Mo- my mortal Kombat trailer you, you, with the sound on you just may the well the, the the funny thing is is when i was watching this i was listening to him rap i was like this is what it sounds like <laughs> when you have a friend who is like a professional rapper and you're like i can rap too and you're like this is me look and see yo and people are like that's the fucking Ludacris is sitting like, right next this, to him. It's yeah, ludicrous, I know, right? Dude, listen. These 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 are the <laughs> lyrics that he busts out with. I got you. I got you. I got you. See, we can race for cash, but when I step on the gas, my nitrous go blast. Leave your ass in the past. And Tej, you about to lose your garage. I'm a low budget mechanic, but I overcharge. Pay me. I have a theory. Um, I, I have a theory that Ludacris, somebody pissed Ludacris off that day, and they were just like, hey, we, we need you to rap. And Ludacris like, I'll write the lyrics, and they'll be the hottest thing in the world. And he just wrote it out of disgust, and he's just like, yeah, fuck this movie. And then he just gave it to him, and like, yes, he's going to make a million dollars. And Ludacris is like, dumbass. If I'm not going to rap, no one's going to rap. Do you want to hear the most ludicrous thing in the world after this? No pun intended, and pun intended, and whatever. Dude, you guys, the actor who plays Jimmy is named Jin Ao Young. And believe it or not, he went on to become a major rap star really? and actor in Asia. He wow. was a lead in Riz's movie, The Man with the Iron Fists. Wow. He appeared on oh, epic rap, yeah. rap battles as Confucius, which is Confucius. fucking hilarious. Awesome. If you have not seen that yeah, video, it's, it's hilarious. One. And he is now a judge on a show called The Rap of China, which is basically <laughs> like... Like America's Got Talent or whatever in, in as opposed to the wall in China. Reaction. But here, here, check this out. He's also appearing in the upcoming Tony Jaw movie Monster Hunter, based on the oh, manga shit. and movie, and is uh, featured prominently on both the Too Fast and Too Furious or Too Fast Too Furious soundtrack and Fast and Furious Six soundtracks. Really, they brought he actually him back has in music on right So. This dude, That's cool, though, I was like yeah. mocking this guy. Like this dude probably thought it was his big shot, but it was his big shot. <laughs> and he, he is it. huge in Asia. Yeah, Good how crazy is yeah. that? We're all yeah. huge in Asia. That, I mean, that's true. I don't care anything about the monster. I'm just 
genuinely like happy for this guy. Like, yeah. good for this isn't guy. That, isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's, because it's something with himself. It's, it's like, like the under, that true underdog story of like <laughs> right. of yeah. having the worst rap right next to Ludacris, and then becoming and then actually become a big star. Becoming and all Ludacris of that is Asia. completely destroyed in the next moment with another terrible line reading from yeah. Devin Aoki, where she's like, "Put that many back down on the table. You know, it's my next hand." And I think I deliver that way better than she did. Well, but she also does it with this like kind of urban. Yeah, she's sl- trying to be. It, like, it reminded me of like Jessica Alba in Dark Angel trying to be like this street chick, yeah. and it just didn't. I, I think know. I think her lines in Sin City were better. It's entirely <laughs> if you remember silent. Sin City, she was she silent was the silent. entire time. Well, we there's a lot of not great dialogue in this movie. No, we've can you read that back and tell me what it means? Like she says, put that money back down on the table. Okay. You she's know, it's my next it. hand. So she's basically saying, where are you guys going? Like with the money, my I, it's my next hand, so I'm going to win. But next. if the money's okay. in the middle, okay. But she's saying, put the money like back in it's the middle of the table. It's already on the table. For yeah, the next, I, that oh. means that the the hand was done, so mm-hmm. it does go to somebody because well, yeah, the he, next hand Ludacris picks it up and starts counting. Goes wrong, right? Yeah. yeah, I know. Like, right? Doesn't that make okay? Cool. I, I'm like, I played poker. It's for like years. it's like improvising a scene in a casino and not knowing what you're doing. Exactly. I want that James Bond scene. We're like, wait, what are you doing with that money? Uh, he clearly won. Wait, no. And, I and have, have to admit something. I don't know how to play college. <laughs> like, I think you're a spy. I don't. What? I don't even know what a spy is. <laughs> Just start shooting everybody at the table. Did you, did you also? Got, notice, I can do this. It's legal for me. Where's the goldfish table? <laughs> did you also notice that apparently Jimmy owes Brian money? Because Jim, Jim, yeah. Brian says, uh, hey, how are you going to pay me back if you keep losing? I'm like, what's right. that about? That never comes <laughs> right. back again. And he should have responded because I'm a low-rent mechanic, but I overcharge. <laughs> That's right. Like going back to yeah, his right. magnanimous rap hit of 2003, <laughs> overcharge right. mechanic. That's right. I'm sorry, but this movie needed way more ludicrous. Or that 15 minutes needed ludicrous in every single yeah, He just He should just be in every scene. Uh, uh, Fast and Furious, even if he has he's no reason stuff. to be there. It could be a sex scene, and he's just in the back, just kind of just chilling on his phone, just like checking out Instagram. He does, he does come <laughs> off in, in these movies as always the coolest guy in the room. He does, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, he's pretty cool. You guys, did you also hear, this is not meant as a joke. It is also another horribly ironic future prediction line where Paul Walker looks at Tej and goes, I'm going to crash. And turns and leaves. And oh, I was just shit. like, it's horrifying seeing this stuff coming out of I did not pick that out of up. this guy's mouth. And here, you guys, so this is a true story. I was in the test audience for the movie, I believe it was called District 13. It was one of the last mm-hmm. movies he made. Uh, it was right before it was right after he had died, and there's a crash scene in the movie mm. where where like he legit's going like way too fast and they hit a tree. And afterwards, the uh the test people were like what did you guys think about the movie? And I raised my hand and I said, that made me, it was really uncomfortable knowing that he died this way. And you left that in the movie. Like, why would you leave that in the movie? And right at that moment, you could see that they realized they had a flop on their hands, that they were fucked, Shit. you know? And then, and then one girl started crying. It was like, he's my favorite actor. And it just derailed. Oh, but it was just shit. like, they, that, yeah, why would good. you she needs keep, to watch other movies? But why, but, <laughs> Jesus, but that yeah. is, why would you keep that scene? Yeah, in a that movie was a bad call. two weeks after the guy had like died that way. Mm-hmm. Like cut yeah. the shot and figure it out. Like mm-hmm. anyway, it was just a really weird thing. It's really hard watching these movies now, knowing sure. that he died the way he did mm-hmm. and seeing his daredevil antics. Now that I've brought the movie down, <laughs> let's go to the next joke. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, okay. we can go to the next scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next morning, Brian is in his houseboat or whatever, all sound asleep. And then Monica apparently breaks in. Oh, no. How did she get there? She just walks in, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it is a houseboat. I, I mean, she... it doesn't have the best security. <laughs> right, And she's right. also wearing a teeny little T-shirt 
for no apparent reason. People used yeah. to break into Quincy's houseboat all the time, for those of you over the age of 50 who know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Did you also notice that you still don't really see, like, uh, bra- uh, Paul Walker's torso in this? Yes. <laughs> Which we were, is an interesting... We, we, had, we, had, we had commented Vance before that he, he had gotten <laughs> yeah. a little bit doughy uh, between movies, and that's because you never see him... He's introduced. Like, they show Roman Pierce all the time without a shirt, yeah. and Paul Walker's always wearing baggy shirts, and in this one, you see him again from the back. Yeah, he's introduced yeah, wearing, really like, a weird. bath, like, a, you just got out of the shower and Tej calls him he's like hey you gotta come race and he's just wearing a bath towel and it's like from behind it's kind of like that's curious yeah so anyway it was very strange Uh, so Monica is here to tell Brian that she overheard Carter telling uh, his henchmen that they're gonna kill him and Roman after the run is complete yeah they're they're gonna quote put a bullet in their heads I feel like this movie it it might be the whole series it's like the transporter that doesn't really have that high of stakes yeah, this this movie the stakes are not quite. They what definitely are the stakes. <laughs> I don't understand. Brian and Roman get their what name. What is happening in this I movie? I think that's it. <laughs> I mean, at least transporter had like a human body. Like <laughs> we're like this one. I love, is just I love like, though in the transporter movies how they always set the thing up where he like he has three rules that he never breaks, and in each of the three he movies breaks he breaks one of the rules, and you're like, you are the shittiest professional. But transporter that's kind of a clever gimmick in a way. Seen. I will admit, I've only seen the first one, but if he breaks a different Three yeah, rule. he That's basically every cool. time he's got a rule, he breaks one in the movie, and you're like, "Dude, just you know, Stick to your, your life would be a lot easier should've... if you just took the human slave and dropped her <laughs> off at the thing and left." What they should have no, done, you had to get involved. They should have done like where each movie he breaks a rule. So like the first movie, he broke his first rule. The second movie, that was he. That's how you kick off a, a Absolutely. franchise. Then he he made three more rules. The right. New trilogy, the new rules, and he keeps <laughs> new breaking. Rules, new I'm pretty bad at these rules. I'm Maybe. not. I'm not cursing. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just going to stop doing these movies I'm and they'll hire me for the Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> there you go. And that's how we got that character. Yeah, right. You didn't hear in the that other Anthony. movies. The, um, um, the we weird thing, though. too, <laughs> do you guys notice the, the funniest line is where, okay, first of all, Eva Mendez looks like she just stepped out of the shower. It looks she's like wearing, she spent like, the night. She's got wet hair. Mm-hmm. Like she just came from the shower, right? Maybe and she swam over. I was just going to say that. Maybe she was. You and I swam over. How did she keep her shirt dry then? Damn it. She's Eva Mendez. That's true. That's true. The water fucking parts for her beauty. There it the, is. Um, but but so she says, I overheard them. They said they're going to put a bullet in your heads. And and Paul Walker's character says, how do you know he meant no, us? Or are how you, do you, are know? you sure that's what he said? Said, yeah, are are you you sure sure that's what he said? Yeah, are you sure that's what he said? I'm pretty and sure. And we were like, yeah, what was it you said? Like, uh, I'm going to put a bullet in my bed? You're going to put a like bullet I'm gonna in my bed? Like, I'm going to wake up to it? Are you going to put I'm, a bullet I'm in just, my shed? Yeah. I have a shed out back. <laughs> like, I'm just a cop, you know? I get paid and pay much. I have to, like, be astute on everything. Right. But How did you know I wore kids? You're going to put a bullet in my kid? If you're if you're If you're a former cop, you're trained. You're asleep, and you hear somebody creeping around. He doesn't, like, whip around with a gun like most people in movies. He turns really Whoa. slow, like, oh, hey. Like, he knew oh, cool. she was going to show up. He could smell her. He was, he was expecting he smell her. He was expecting her to seduce him. But instead, she's like, they're going to fucking kill you guys. Yeah. And so, like. I like I, how he was as, as, like, unfazed as, like, Batman was for that Flash <laughs> scene in Batman v Superman. Where Flash is like, hey, I'm from the future. and giving you this message. And he's just like, cool. I'm still in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm only here for the money. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a shit about your warning for the future? I know, that right? Isn't going to happen Great, in the next movie. Another warning from the future. Another normal Tuesday. <laughs> I, you know what's weird to me too is when Roman pops his head in. He's like, "Shit, man, Roberto and Enrique are here," and I'm like, "Why are you there? Like, why are you there? Don't, I know that's Where true. Where were you sleeping? Because he because he sleep. He got uh, Tej's guest house. Yeah, and I, I have I to assume like, this is Brian's boathouse. Yeah, I was like, "Where the fuck was he sleeping? It's got to be cold on a he boat. He must have overnight. just shown up. They're best friends forever. Yeah, because yeah, we see Enrique and Roberto uh, yeah, sneaking they, around outside. Dude, they pop. They pop into frame. Exactly, <laughs> guys. Again, no. This is true. We, we've been talking about the movie influences on this film. The opening of Once Upon a Time in the West. Where uh, Woody, uh, totally a Western Woody Strode mm-hmm. and uh, Jack Elam yep. come into the shot. It, it is 100%. It's that shot. The way that they did it mm-hmm. and choreographed it is from the opening of Once Upon a Time Absolutely. in the West. Movie magic. Movie yeah, Singleton magic. doesn't mention, doesn't specify the movie, but when he says that's that, he says that's a Western shot. It is. It is. And it you're is right. It is from that movie. that movie because when it happened, I was like, "That's the fucking opening of that film." So sorry, I had to sigh. So really. it's okay. Monica says that she snuck over here, so she's certain they didn't follow her, which is being a bit. Uh, I don't know. Like, how does yeah, she? How know? are you certain? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian tells Roman to go distract the the henchmen uh, for a couple minutes, and Roman is. Suspicious, but agrees to go do it. Uh, so He's check your girl. Yeah, check your. Oh, that's girl. right. He tells him, he tells Brian to check her. What, check is, her what for is she a gun, doing I wrong? Guess? What's she doing wrong? Not fucking that. She Roman. needs to be checked. Huh? That Roman wants to sleep with her. And he's yeah, upset. he's a very jealous man. Yes, he's a very petty man for being. As I think good he's in love with Paul Walker. That could be it too. Oh my God, I mean, the bromance is real. That would, I mean, that that would have been an amazing spinoff. There, in too. fact, we did we brought this up during the stare and drive event. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it sounded like it was a sale at Nissan. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Don't miss the stare and drive event <laughs> this week at your Nissan dealer. Exactly. The, um, the weird thing about it is, dude, that that does get a little crazy. What if what if it's like the scene in Chuck and Buck where Tyree's like, man, remember when we were kids, right? And like. We were talking about girls, and then you reached over, and I reached over, and we jerked each other off, man. Oh, and like we really enjoyed it. And and Paul Walker's like, "What are you talking about, bro?" And he's like, nothing, nothing. What I do just, you think they did the night know, before? Maybe, maybe we could, maybe <laughs> we could do that again. <laughs> just like talk about girls, have some rum, you know, jerk each other off. And Paul Walker's like, "Go sleep outside." That was that was the scene that happened. We're not friends anymore. Right before this movie, <laughs> yeah. right before this scene. That's why that's why Tyrese is out front and very angry. There was a girl in the room. That's right. I thought we were. That's love my us. head cannon. So Roman goes outside to greet the henchmen. I'll allow it. He extends a hand, but they <laughs> don't you, shake Judge. it. I've said it before, but Bra- but Tyrese is pretty great at playing this kind of prankster setup yeah, guy. He was good. I he's so dry, but the lines are so funny. Right. I thought he was hilarious. And apparently, this is all improv from his his. Uh, Part. He he has that the the great line about it like hey guys is uh is 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 what's his name Verone paying you guys a lot of money if I was making money I'd get that damn mole removed off of my <laughs> damn nose it cuts <laughs> yeah, yeah. to a shot of the the poor actor who's yeah. just unfortunately born with a mole on his nose <laughs> trying not to laugh but mm-hmm. staring intently like he wants he's to like Verone pay y'all to have such a straight face all the time yeah <laughs> that's pretty fun see that just reminds me of Beverly Hills Cop the entire time oh he yes. is definitely Steen, Axel Steen, Foley Steen, 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 Steen. Yeah. we've already yeah. compared him to Axel Foley before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that thing of banana to tailpipe, man, you got to say it like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna fall for the banana tailpipe. So no, Monica right. is begging Brian to pull out of the job while uh, Tyrese has all of his great lines. Uh, Monica tells Brian not to to make the run. Flat out kisses him. Yeah, it's like the weird, the most awkward kiss this. in history. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, yeah. like she kisses him. And he's like, got it. You know, it's like 
Shouldn't he be surprised? They I think really... he might be on the spectrum. He might have a little bit of the Brian ADD himself. Both. <laughs> okay. Because there was no reaction. Dude, a woman is... You, Tyler, you were pointing this out. A woman as beautiful as Eva Mendez kisses you in a scene and you ignore it. Yeah. You at least there's hesitate, right? I mean, you're, you're at least like, <laughs> hey. kind of like when you see Tom Cruise in the movies and the women are all over him and he's just like, I've got a mission to do. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and it's yeah, not there's you. zero interest <laughs> yeah. in this woman in this movie whatsoever. Well, so uh, Monica just ducks into the restroom and apparently John Singleton was not allowed to let Brian and Monica hook up in this movie. Why do you, do you happen to know why that he doesn't say he happens? just said it was a mandate from the studio that he that they could he couldn't let them hook up you in know the what movie. that sounds like to me though he was in love with her <laughs> no it sounds like one of the executives i mean i i i this is not slander because i'm alleging whatever but a lot of times like remember in the godfather where where the movie producer hates jack fontaine because mm-hmm. he's like uh, she was my project and i was in love with her and he was fucking her and that's why he's not gonna get this movie that sounds to me like there was an executive that was like oh Eva Mendes will be mine you are not to put your hands on her in this movie this is not the answer but i like to think it was because brian really still loves mia that's your head canon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The in real life, it was probably no, know, yeah. studio <laughs> politics. In the movie, it was... Uh, it's kind of like was, uh, James Bond and Quantum of Solace. But Mia isn't mentioned at all during this movie. Not by name. Yeah. I think they... Don't they... They mention her in a roundabout way when Markham is kind of filling Roman in on what happened in the first film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, why didn't she come back? Was it just because it was just too fast? <laughs> well, she there's a too, whole series of the paycheck. lack of money. Yeah. Yeah. A pack of reasons why uh, this movie happened and didn't have the original director back. And right. and, uh, and if you haven't listened to our interview with Rob Cohen, the director of the first film, Please go check so. that one out. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of insight there. Something something tells me. we've So just, just so you folks know, we have put the invite out to John Singleton uh, to come in. But I'm suspecting that he may hear our ridicule of these movies and uh, and politely decline. But again, decline, I, I but we'll keep saying I don't in. think it's his fault. I think he no. had certain things from the studio that he had to abide by. We even said, like, he never yeah. actually said yes to this film as far as I understand. True, he was yeah. just like, oh, yeah. I'm directing he this? He woke okay. up on Monday and there was a, a slate in his hand <laughs> yeah. and a director's hat on and he was like, I guess I'm making this movie. This, exactly. A PA's like, sir, <laughs> we gotta get you on set? What? Excuse me? <laughs> this movie feels like a cash grab it, it really does and it worked yeah well i mean we said last week grabbed I think, a lot it of cash it grossed 200 something million off of in america a 70, alone. 70 million budget yeah yeah but i'm saying something tells me this wasn't really a passion project for john singleton i don't oh, think they no, s- oh no. yeah, yeah of course yeah. not no he did it probably did it for the money and yeah. I, I think he liked I mean, working with eat. tyrese yeah, yeah he had just done baby man. boy together yeah you know uh, so Brian joins Roman outside. One of the henchmen pulls a gun and, and goes inside to search the houseboat. I had said in an earlier episode that Ricardo and Enrique don't have lines. Yeah. I had totally forgotten that they do. They're just so great as these quiet characters. They, yeah. they, not only do they have lines, here's the thing. They have the laziest <laughs> subtitles right. I have ever seen. So yeah. when I'm watching this, I'll watch it the 15 minutes mm-hmm. without subtitles. Then I watch it with subtitles so I can catch See, I maybe subtitles on my some copy. subtleties <laughs> or something like that, you know, that I, that I might've missed. Mm-hmm. And whenever these guys speak Spanish, it literally, this is what it says. Parentheses, Spanish. Like, wait, this what are you Universal have, you? Studios does not want us to know what the fuck these guys Although, are saying. Although, when Brian speaks Spanish, it says, Kien. They need to get, like, a real fucking translator for this. <laughs> yeah. Like, honey, what did you do at work today? And the guy's like, I fucking didn't translate <laughs> shit again. No, no, no. I paid to do nothing. <laughs> it's the like, joke's on it's them. Like, <laughs> it's a couple of fucking lines. Find somebody who speaks Spanish and translate it. What did you watch you this know? on, Tyler? 
Um, Blu-ray or? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I'm just, fair enough. <laughs> well, he watched it, and that's like all that's important. Our subtitles were were there. Yeah, uh, that's all that's important. I borrowed it from a friend. Fair enough. Monica is still in the restroom. And is the friend the internet? <laughs> the internet is everyone's. Your, friend is, your friend, friend is the dark web? <laughs> <laughs> so Monica's in the restroom, and she hears Enrique looking around outside, and uh, Brian starts to go in, but Roberto still has his gun on him and Roman, so, she, so he can't go in there. Enrico opens the bathroom door. Monica is gone. They pan up, and she, I guess she, uh, she escaped through the sunroof, yeah. basically. She's yeah. Batman. Yeah, yeah, she is MacGyver. Yeah, she's making MacGyver. a lot of noise in there, by the way. It's like, she's got to be like, that must be like a rat or something. Because hey, oh, I just uh, heard somebody moving my and AC's talking broken. in here yeah, exactly. a couple seconds ago. These it sounds like someone's so. climbing in there. Yeah, exactly. She couldn't go on a roof. I mean, He opens right? the door, no one's there. I guess it was nothing. Yeah, I know. And the, yeah, She's like on the sail, and like, like the sun's hitting it, and you can see her outline. Like, where'd she go? <laughs> just against the wall. <laughs> <high>. Totally projected <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> So Enrique goes out back outside, and he's about to leave with uh, his hench buddy when Roman has to mouth off one more time. They get into a fight. Brian overpowers Roberto, turns his gun on him, and yes. so they're caught in what we would call a Mexican standoff. Dude, you know what's really cool? I pointed out in the first... Was it the first film? I said that they did an Aikido technique when the guy was running out, and he like... Yeah, he oh, it was it. the first film, yeah. They do they do an Aikido technique in this one. Um, it is Repetition actually... Repetition is key. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. one of my favorite moves, actually, in the Aikido repertoire it's called a kodagaishi where you do a wrist lock you lock the wrist the elbow the shoulder and you turn the gun back on the person's face mm-hmm. it was awesome which is exactly what brian does it was very cool yeah and i thought it was also interesting that brian was the one that overpowered his guy but roman was the one that got overpowered so i mean i know it had to be one or the other but makes yeah. sense yeah because brian is the real star of the show brian but even even though anthony disagrees with that and thinks that tyrese is the real star which is kind of arguing i mean he's more dynamic for sure mm-hmm. he's more charismatic you know? i would yeah. agree more interesting for right because or worse brian is yelling lines like i'll shoot the shit out of him right that was another just a bizarre that must be an improvised <laughs> syntax you know all of the jokes in this movie are anal based if you've noticed <laughs> there's a I'm lot of ass that, involved I, I, I'm honestly I not saying that for like your ass there's always like yeah they're gonna fuck you in the ass like yeah. there's all it's all weird your anally butt's based. on the line yeah this movie's what's going on was it, what was it made by Disney what yeah it's always like these weird butt jokes it's kind of strange and so they're they're yelling back and forth in Spanish and English and Finally, Carter shows up to tell everyone to cut it out. He and says again, it's enough. What, I know, what was... kind of supervillain <laughs> goes along with the henchman and I shows up out of nowhere? What was he doing there? I, I know. He appears out of nowhere. Yeah. I know, right? He's like, oh, so hey guys, he's in the scene now. What's going on That's over cool. here? I was on my morning jog <laughs> and I... In my suit. <laughs> like, you guys go on ahead. I'm going to listen to this song on the radio first. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want to finish this one. <laughs> and like, yeah, the, the, the opposite direction of the of the of of his henchmen too. Yes. Like, what the fuck was he doing? Yeah. yeah. And so like, he, he... What's that? It makes yeah. no... No, it just makes no sense. Yeah. Um, it makes no sense whatsoever. And he tells Brian and Roman that tomorrow, Enrique and Roberto will be riding with them just so there are no problems on their job. And so I guess Roberto and Enrique were simply coming to visit Brian to tell him about this. I mean, it doesn't... There's no reason like, for them to have been there. Why are they there and searching the room if they're not searching well, they never, for... Well, they, they were being they were kind of looking around outside, and then I guess they were suspicious that Brian was in there with someone, and that's when they went to... But, like, what is it their business? You know what I mean? If, in, if Roberto and Enrique are getting their that's fucking groove on and people are, you know, looking that's around, that's just rude. Like, 
You know, they they you have to believe that they think that I forget her name now. What was Eva Mendez's character's Monica. name? Monica. They th- they have to think Monica's in there. They have to. Uh, that seems to like, be their suspicion. I don't think they think I'm here. Then they show up thinking she's here, and then Cole Hauser's like, "I'm coming along because I'm the most fucking over." So we're they're trusting the audience to do a biggest bad writing is, does not exist because that requires a little right. lateral thinking. Too. I mean, I know they bring it up, but it's never explicitly said. So you kind of got to connect some dots yourself there, I guess. It's 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 very weird. It's like Carter Verone wears his like heart on his sleeve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he does have the line where he's like, it's so like super villain from like the 1930s. He's like, by the way, Roberto and Enrique are coming with you tomorrow. We're not going to kill you. Like if he had a mustache, he would have been twirling it. Oh man. And you could tell John Singleton was like, calm it down a little. I actually read online that the next thing Eva Mendez was going to be tied up in rope and on a train track. A train track. And Dudley Do-Right shows cutting his cigar and going, played by Fraser. Absolutely. Yeah, he's really over the top in this scene. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I like think, him. Yeah, I mean, like, I think almost to the point that like he's kind, he seems like a crazy person. It's like yeah, he took he his medicine off his crazy. <laughs> yeah, and he's like he's, he's just totally like so giddy at his evilness. Yeah, like, it's totally like it. the GOP. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's the GOP. And so Carter turns the leave with his henchmen, and they're not two steps away before Roman blurts out, "What was she doing here anyway?" Like, they're right wait there. Wait a second, they're Roman. Five feet away from <laughs> you, they can hear you. You did <laughs> totally. Plus, they're walking towards the water for some reason in that shot. Like, they went the wrong way. Yeah. As Tyler pointed out, they came from, like, one side <laughs> of the dock. Yeah. And that, that they, what, do they have a boat over there? What's happening? That'd be funny if they just, sense. like, didn't see his boat and they finally, like, oh, we, like, we walked right past it. <laughs> they're going by. Dumbest s- henchmen of all time. going by slowly on the boat. And he's like, what was she doing here anyway, bro? And they can hear, we can hear you right here. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> let me, uh, I, I want to, right now, just talk about the importance of good henchmen because I think it's probably safe to assume that we would all subscribe to the bebop and rocksteady school of henchmen. I I, I would agree with this statement, yes. And I think that there are certain criteria that make a great pair of henchmen that Enrique and Roberto fall into. Like, for example, you know, they sort of have this uh, wordless telepathy between them. They kind of work as one, you know, like they Mm -hmm. don't say a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But seem to know what each other are thinking. Yeah, it's like they they really jibe well in this movie. Yeah, you don't and see a lot of smart henchmen out there. Exactly. Well, because right. I, that's the thing is they got to be dumb, but not one hundred percent incompetent. A little yeah. bumbling, but they're worth yeah. keeping around. Yeah. Because yeah. if they're too smart, it's like why aren't they in charge? Exactly. Yeah. And you have to have somebody that the good guy can kind of foil before mm-hmm. the main bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, bebop and rocks before the challenge. Right. Yeah. They they fight Bebop and Rocksteady for five episodes before they finally show up, you know, meet the Shredder. Right, right. So anyway, I just want to point that out. No, yeah, they and yeah. they are really good. They they're very well cast henchmen. One yes. of the guys I think I pointed out was a police officer. Uh, the funny story, I think it's it's the bald guy with the uh, the mole. Enrique. Yeah. Enrique. He the I I I'm sorry I don't know the actor's name, but apparently he was working uh, Miami Metro and he was on the like the metro train about to tell someone hey you can't have that cigarette on the train when his cell phone rang and he answered it and it was his agent who said john singleton loves your look you start tomorrow on uh the fast and the furious and he was like i quit and he quit his job and didn't tell the guy to stop smoking 
So that man died. Yeah, that, that man died of cancer yeah. six years later, and uh, and that's okay because yeah, he a has a really great career. As yeah, a, and I just I want to mention uh, his his name is Mo Gallini. Yes, and Mo Gallini. Uh, Roberto is named Roberto Sanchez. So you yeah. Officer Gallini, and that's the weirdest. Dude, I know. Mo, right? no, well, the, here, here's the crazy thing: is like Mo Gallini went on to be he was on like five or six other TV shows. Mm-hmm. He's where got he had recurring too. characters as cops mm-hmm. and stuff. So you keep yeah. saying that name, and I just keep hearing Mowgli. Mowgli. <laughs> Mowgli. <laughs> Mowgli. Do we see the I want to be just like you. Yeah. So I want to drive Mowgli, like now you. available on Netflix. Yeah, from, exactly. Because it was passed up by eight different studios. Yep. <laughs> it looks it terrible. Was like, it was like hot potato at movie studios. It was like Warner Brothers first, and it went over to like Fox, and they're like, whoop. Netflix nope. is like, oh, no, we'll yeah. take it. Jungle Book had already come we'll out. We'll take so. it. Yeah. It, it looks like, awful. We'll put out your movie. Uh, Christian Bale in it. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, Monica's lounging by the pool all sexy-like. Oh, yeah. When Carter she's spread out up. like butter on that. Oh, on yeah, that, she's looking pretty on good. On that deck she's chair. Pretty good. <laughs> I know. Oh, hey, look. Does listen, she surpass I uh, Letty? I, oh, here's the weird thing. Letty could yes. kick your ass, but even... That's true. You know, Monica is, is kind of like... She's Ooh, very she's, soft she's, and feminine. Yeah, they're, they're very different because very I, I like a woman who has some, some like, toughness mm-hmm. and some masculine traits, you know? Like, Letty's the kind of woman you want to have, like, a, an adventure with. Right. But Monica's the type of woman you'd be like, woman, I'm going to settle down with you and mm-hmm. bring you flowers I'm going to buy a pool for you to lay next yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and choke you out like Cole Hauser did. Right. I'm kidding. I wouldn't choke her out. The... um. Hey Anthony, you look very distressed yes, that I said that. Oh, I no. Not, oh no, 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 no! I was thinking. Out. Oh no, no, no! I was thinking. I was trying to remember the scene. <laughs> this this fifteen minutes went everywhere. How did you forget did the you? Eva Mendes? Oh no, no, no! Not that. I'm trying to remember what happens now. Oh like, yeah, yeah. This fifteen minutes had so many settings and just well, like I said, it's I just, just wanted to check Anthony's rating between Letty and Monica. Do you have a preference? Oh, dude, Monica all the way. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Is this totally based on the actress or as the the character? Uh, both. Okay. Both. I, I think Letty's a bit too obnoxious. Ooh. Yeah. Don't care for her. I no. see. Don't I was like gonna a make a Friends reference, but I don't know any of the names because I don't like that show. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's I the just worst. No Monica hit Taylor show ever. Yeah. Well, I I love strong women. I, I sure, do absolutely. But Michelle Rodriguez just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. And it seems like she's not as tough as she thinks she is. If that makes sense. She's really nice, though. Well, that's funny her, that really? you say yeah, that, that. Uh, because that. we've set up a fight between you and her next week, Anthony. That's right. She's gonna Surprise. Kick yeah. <laughs> We're going to live stream. Well, she probably would. <laughs> she's coming on the show next week, and she's bringing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Jello. And Jello? To, to, to wrestle in. Yeah. You know oh. what? I'm going to fight as oh, Anthony's proxy. <laughs> and a snack. <laughs> yeah, why not? No, one of my pet peeves is, is people <laughs> that just act tougher than they probably are. Well, and she was in a movie what, called Girl Fight, so yeah. that's kind of her gimmick. And she, was she also a boxer. fought Tim League uh, uh, at Alma Draft House. I had oh, no man. idea about that. I with, bet she with gloves? kicked his ass, didn't she? I can't remember. I can't Note remember. to self, watch video. Yeah. She's cartoonishly tough, in my opinion. Cartoonishly like, tough. <laughs> yeah, like Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Tom Cruise. hoo <laughs> I know. Michelle Rodriguez is the female uh, uh, Pacino. <laughs> She's a lot better In look. what universe? <laughs> I know, right? I'm being facetious. <laughs> so Carter asks Monica where she was earlier, and she tells him that she went to get breakfast with some friends. He's suspicious, but I thought he kind of seemed to buy it. 
even though he takes her sunglasses off and tosses them back on he, her like a dick. He throws them on her. Yeah, he kind of yeah, tosses he's a them back bag, on her. Dude. What was the point? Only well, a rich guy. It's intimidation. Oh, okay. Because yeah, in, that's just so in the commentary, <laughs> it's also if you if you look up those like BuzzFeed articles, signs of a tiny penis throwing and like knocking your girlfriend's head into the wall and like taking her sunglasses off and throwing them at her are all signs of a tiny See, penis. I don't do those two things. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to click our, our mics together like drinks. Ding. <laughs> and so apparently on the commentary, John Singleton says that this is the moment where we're meant to realize that, that Carter doesn't buy it anymore. And I didn't pick up on that. No, he doesn't no. believe her. Well, he, he, that's, that's why I think he, sent the henchman and then was like dude the, the thing that i got the idea is like if there had been a bush nearby mm-hmm. he would have been behind that bush <laughs> peeking out from behind it going like i know she's in there i know she's in there Very you know what i mean he's the stalkiest fucking like he is, but he has other people do his stalking. villain that i've ever seen he's rich enough he can pay others to stalk he's got others him. to stalk but he still shows up He's like, I knew this girl once who got stalked. This is this is a sad, true story. Her boyfriend was stalking her. She worked at a fast food restaurant. We were in high school. Mm-hmm. She said she would look out, and her boyfriend was across the street holding up a newspaper, like comically, and looking over the edge of the newspaper and watching her while she worked. That is Carter Verona in a nutshell. He was right off screen behind a bush, <laughs> peeking around, going, get it. No, he's get, he get got in a there, newspaper guys. with hot eye holes cut yeah, out. No, yeah, no. I mean, it's, it's, he, he literally is like one of the creepiest villains. The more I think about him, the more creepy this guy gets. I, I agree, and I think it's the little twinge of psycho that Cole Hauser kind of adds yeah, to Yeah, because, dude, if that guy wasn't rich, he couldn't get away with any of this bullshit. Totally. He couldn't get away with any of this bullshit. But he's rich, so he's yeah, going to get I still laid. think the villain from The Mask is, is a little bit creepier. Oh, yeah, that guy's amazing. <laughs> so back at the U.S. Customs Office slash fishery, uh, Roman and Brian find Bilkins, Dunn, and Markham waiting for him, and they're in their colored shirts, just like you had the, said the earlier. color coordination yeah. shirts. Yeah, the, uh, Bilkins is again wearing yellow, and mm-hmm. then Markham is wearing his red, and, and Dunn, well, Dunn earlier wore red, but now, but they're still but it's wearing always those primary yellow, colors. red, and blue. Uh, yeah. Markham is wearing red and blue. Mm-hmm. Is done, which is really funny. And Bilkins says it's his day off. He goes, he goes, nice shirt, Bilkins. And he's like, it's my day off. He's I, like, so mellow. It's my I, day I know off. I love Ludacris in this, you know, in in this movie, even though I've never like, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> I love Bilkins. Bilkins is Bilkins great. Is Isn't great. he amazing? He's great. That actor is great. Yeah. And having seen the first one, it was awesome. so like we were so happy to see him back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he, his his character is inconsistent with the first one. But I think they kind of like it's kind of implied that he's just more mellow now because this is not the only time he mentions being on vacation or it's yeah. his day off or whatever. So maybe he's just like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Where in the first one he had like a deadline to keep for some reason. I just think they couldn't get Ted Levine back. So they're like, let's make him. Well, but the Ted Levine, well, Tanner was an LAPD officer, and Bilkins was a federal agent, so he yeah, would work on a national level. Yeah, that's the only way they could make it work. Probably. I mean, I know that we've realized they didn't care that much about this script, but at the same time they cared enough that someone at Universal was like, but wait a minute, Bilkins is a fed. He's the one who has to be able to wait, go. There's one thing that doesn't make sense in this whole entire yeah, script. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Bilkins. <laughs> well, so Brian tells him what happened at the, the Pearl nightclub. He says they're driving to an airstrip and that Verone has a plane there and that he's taking off for good after he gets th- this money delivered to him. And Brian also says that Monica informed him that Verone plans to kill him after getting the money. Bilkins doesn't like this. Okay, so there there are two two things that I wanted to point out mm-hmm. about this scene. The first is 
done. What exactly has done done? done. <laughs> and th- that I meant that as a done. pun and as a, as, a, as a whatever. This guy he was simply this there. Guy is in this movie, and he literally, for like three quarters of the film, he's in all of the scenes with Markham, right? And he's no like, lines. But he stands around like Markham's like Gunzel. You know what I mean? He's like this weird, I'm the little toady who stands by the boss. But he does nothing but cross his arms or stand with his arms akimbo (laughs) and stare the entire movie. And I just kept thinking, was he a trust fund kid who bought his way into the role? Was he a friend of a producer where he was like, dude, bro, you got to get me in this movie. And they're like, all right, just stand over there and look concerned. And he's like, nailed it. Are we looking up, Don? What does this guy do? He does nothing in this movie at all. He literally did not need to be in the scene. He's played by Edward Finley, who I've never heard of. Oh, that guy's awesome. I'm just kidding. You're like, like Edward (laughs) Finley was the guy who played Christian Bale, who played Batman. And you're like, wait a minute. Edward Finley plays Christian Bale? (laughs) Christian Bale is a fake character? He's in a bunch of stuff. I'm sure he's a fine actor and a nice gentleman. I do recognize him. Y'all need to get him on this podcast. We should. A lunch on the podcast, but you can't say a word. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) He's been here the whole time, Tyler. He's right. Oh, is that him right there? <laughs> Our silent the guy guest. that's been staring concerned at you the entire time. But but like he's just he the guy who just he just his whole life is just he wants to say something. It's like this is my mo- nope. Well, he was supposed he's to be the He was supposed char- to be he's the most Ryan's brilliant partner. character in the series. <laughs> he, no, he's <laughs> So he was the guy that they were going to team Brian up with before Brian said, I only pick my but guy. Then, but then after that, there's no point Reason to have to this be guy there. in this movie whatsoever. Like, he legit is not necessary mm-hmm. for the plot in any way, shape, or form for the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's, right. it's completely ridiculous. He stands and looks concerned. The other thing that I wanted to point out, Verone has a plane and he's taking off for good. Okay, this is his last heist, but he's using his own money, right? He's because like they, I think he's cashing in. Well, they they pointed out earlier in the movie that he's moving money somehow and they need to find a way to to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So his last heist hinges on this plan with a cop. He's like we're going to I'm taking all of my money and I'm getting the fuck out of here. But it's like just get use the money you we got. All, we, yeah. we all know about what a smart criminal really does. They have their stuff tied up in trust funds mm-hmm. and all this. All he would need to do is go online and hit a couple of buttons and move his money to the archipelagos and then right. go on vacation. What's with this? This None of this plan makes sense. This overly elaborate wow, scheme. This- Sorry, this makes the other guys look so much smarter now. <laughs> like, yeah. because where it was just like, we just got to be at this one place and stop this one nerd from pressing a button. This entire right. plan is ridiculous. There's also something else. Someone actually got a hold of me and pointed this out to me, which blew my mind. Remember earlier in an episode, we were like, why was Verone just now checking up on Brian and Rome like during their race while they were being tested? Mm-hmm. In the turbocharged prelude... Brian is on the national news being reported as a rogue cop. Right. Oh, who is shit. on the run. But wait a second. How would this international supervillain not know? Oh, shit. How would mm. no one he's in got Miami a different name not know? Because he's going by Brian Spillner now. Isn't that crazy, though? That's but like, a good like point. But someone, he should have been, he's the worst supervillain possibly He doesn't keep up with the history. news. He has no idea that he has hired a cop, even though this cop has been on national news as a policeman Well, but he would be able run. to maybe say, okay, he's a rogue cop. He would be a good bad guy. But why is he using a different name? Right. Well, at least we have Bilkins is all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. At least we have <laughs> At least we have. We'll <laughs> always have Bilkins. Well, they speaking. saved the movie by <laughs> making sure that that made sense. Yeah. Well, Bilkins wants to call the whole thing off at this point because of the news. Yeah, he's genuine. He's like, 
I think his line is he driving into an ambush was never yeah. part of the deal. I'm calling this off. But Markham wants to stick with the plan. And he says that they either help him bust Verone or he's going to, you know, put him away for life, basically. Yeah, he because says I can Brian make and Roman disappear. are expendable. Right. Sure. That's true. But yeah. that is that is why we love, I think we can all agree that we love Bilkins, right? Bilkins actually shows some concern for these guys. He does. <laughs> he seems genuinely scene. concerned. He's like, he's like, no, you're you're going to walk into an ambush? I'm calling this shit off. Is mm. Bilkins in, like, all the other movies, too? No, that's the sad thing. What? Yeah, oh, he I've does not show up again. There's no reason to watch these movies now. There's, there is, <laughs> no okay, Bilkins. so spoiler <laughs> for those of you who are watching these along with us and have not seen the later movies, the characters do end up kind of working for the government, but it's a shadow government kind of organization, and it would have been so cool to have Bilkins be a part of that, but I don't think they... I don't, I don't believe he the comes back. What if like, he shows I'm up? just done. He's like, <laughs> I'm yeah, he shows up in four, we totally forgot. Yeah. Uh, and so they, I also wanted to mention, because I thought it was weird, uh, Markham shoves walkie-talkies in their hands and is like, don't yeah, forget, yeah. we still got that GPS, so we know where you're going to be and everything. And Yeah, that's like... Yeah. So I think that you had mentioned this theory earlier about uh, Markham eventually uh, being revealed to be in cahoots with with Verone, yeah, which we'll just say is not what happens. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it would have made sense. That would have made sense. And it does make sense for his stupid. Because if you really think about it, we have the world's dumbest villain and we have the world's dumbest cop in this movie. Because yes. none of their motivations really make jibe, yeah. any sense whatsoever. In this film, mm-hmm. it's very strange. But how would making James Remar a bad guy like solve the problem? Because he he's he comes because he it goes explains off his behavior. Yeah, it explains his his like irrational behavior a little more because he's like trying to keep the heat off of himself, and he's always they would trying still to, like, have to re- put them in danger, it. and he wants them. I'm to just, get I killed. could see it happening. I mean, it would make yeah, sense yeah. if they decided to go that direction based on his. What if Bilkins ends up being the mastermind at the end of the tenth movie? Oh shit! He's the mastermind behind everything, and he's just like, "Great job, I, everybody!" I started I you, Brian. I can ninja. Yeah, exactly. I will watch the entirety. I, I will just like just marathon it and go see that. <laughs> That, that 7 p.m. show. If it's yeah, Fast, and, Fast and Furious like and Bilkins. The, the Kaiser yeah. Soze of the, of the, the <laughs> It Fast was me all along. The Rock just like me. rips off a mask and just Bilkins it's the entire Bilkins time. <laughs> wearing a Hawaiian shirt under all of those muscles. <laughs> That's right. I'm like still on muscles, vacation. The muscles come off and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. Vacation over. <laughs> it's a vacation when you're, when you're the world's most brilliant supervillain. <laughs> so faced with choosing either death or jail, Roman and Brian decide to come up with a separate plan like in the old days, quote unquote. So Brian Which calls Which implies Ted. that they were criminals together also. Yes, that was what I was thinking during this whole scene. Like, yeah, they must have been like buddies in the underground street world, maybe pulled a couple jobs together. Brian got busted first, whatever, for whatever reason, got the option to become a, ch- a cop, you know, and, and change his life. Roman didn't, got arrested, and then was like, fuck my buddy cop, uh, yeah, my Brian. Buddy that adds cop. a whole, like racist undertone to it too yeah it does the white yeah. guy gets the opportunity oh yeah. black guy goes to jail sadly mostly like real life but i would say just based on roman's personality i don't see him becoming a cop regardless no, no. yeah he has so, a problem with authority he does he would have he would have been beating himself up throughout the uh his so career axel foley i'm just saying <laughs> that's, right. dun, 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 yeah. dun. that's true and they both have like those iconic laughs i would watch a whole spinoff movie on roman's like origin of his laugh <laughs> the origin of the laugh. He's like a three-year-old kid. They're like, this child never laughs. We need to figure something out. Yeah. They break something and he laughs. <laughs> yeah. And then the Rock and tweet about how he's ruining the family. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. That's. We'll, we'll get into that I can't feud wait to later. Get into that drama. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. excited. 
So, oh, guys, by the way, I have to point something out, which is really – this is a total side note. That's fine. The actor Tom Barry, who does play Bilkins, produced Showgirls 2. <laughs> there's a Showgirls 2, and he produced and it. And 3, apparently. What? What? Yeah, there's a Showgirls 2, because I, I was like, I want to see what else. about 3. Yeah, I, I, I wanted these. to see what else this guy had done, because I think he's such an appealing actor. <laughs> he always plays like a cop or an assistant DA mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, he's like he a lazier le- uh, Ming Rames. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or what was, uh, Del- uh, oh God, why am I forgetting his name? The villain in uh, Get Shorty, um, Delroy Lindo. Mm. Remember Delroy Lindo? Wait, he was really big when they couldn't get Samuel Jackson. Wait, who they would get Delroy Lindo. I, I thought um, it was uh, the guy remember, who just passed away. Um, remember starts with the F? F. Murray Abraham? <laughs> no, no, no. His last name started with the F. The very Italian guy. Farino. Yeah. Dennis Farina. Yeah. Dennis well, Farina died. Oh no, Dennis Farina. He was one of the villains, but Delroy Lindo plays the limo driver in that movie. Oh, oh, oh got it. Yeah, and he's he's the guy that they get when they couldn't get Ving Rhames or Samuel L. Jackson. They got him. <laughs> Jackson said, great. "No, get me yeah, that get Del me Lindo. Delroy Jesus. Lindo." But uh, showgirls too, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. Look it up. Uh, after presumably telling Tej their plan, which we are not privy to, uh, they go to work on their cars. Brian asks Jimmy if he has any half-empty bottles of nitrous laying around because he has an idea that if you haven't seen the whole movie, the I think you, you just gloss over that mind. whole line because it makes yeah. you're like, what is he referring to? It, it implies that it'll be for Why their extra to be half empty. That's what I want to know. Uh, maybe He's because like, it's less powerful. Yo, I got powerful. you loaded up, man. If it was a full tank, they'd like shoot it's them into the too much stratosphere. Nuts. Do you not remember it's that one video from like 15 years nuts. ago? Like one of the first, like one of the like right after Numa Numa. It was like that one guy who had all that hydraulics, and the car just went upside down, and everybody was just laughing their ass off, and the driver is just freaking out. <laughs> no, great. but I'm no. gonna watch it. Oh yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds great. Oh, it's amazing. It was just. A little too much Nas. Yeah. Just more Nas yeah. than the, than the next scene is maybe my favorite scene in the whole movie. Yeah, it's uh, not bad. It's that evening during sunset on a bridge in scenic downtown Miami. Brian and Roman are, are talking and bonding. Brian asks Roman why he's eating so much. And Roman says because the way things are going, he's going to end up in jail or dead. And he's eating what he can. And he also has a high metabolism. <laughs> it's so stupid. And he starts laughing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so, it's so stupid. That is not why I love the scene. Because that is so silly. dumb. Yeah. It's gorgeously shot. It is a very pretty scene. Yeah. I, I do, but that dialogue. The DP showed up oddly, that day. <laughs> that yeah. it oddly makes sense where he's just like, you know, man, you know, I've been thinking about how like I, I know what the food is like in prison. So I want to. So I'm eat trying it to fill now, up yeah. as like much as I. It almost makes you feel a tinge of sympathy for him. Sure. And then he has to fucking throw it. But I also got a high metabolism. <laughs> and like, fuck you, you physique <laughs> motherfucker. Well, and then you he, we finally golden get... god, <laughs> asshole. We love you, Tyrese. Uh, Brian tells Roman that when he got busted, whether he was a cop or not, if there was anything he could have done, he would have done it. Roman asks if that's why he let that guy in L.A. go. And Brian says he thinks that had a lot to do with it. Which shows they have zero understanding of what made that <laughs> right. first film work. I appreciate that they tried to tie it together. Yeah. But, but it going was like, back and thinking like, oh, Roman Pierce was the impetus for Brian letting Dom go. Yeah. Uh, it, that, 
Yeah. It's super weak, and one can imagine that somewhere in Los Feliz, in Los Angeles, at the House of Pies, where all the screenwriters go to drink coffee all day and have pie and write, uh-huh. there was a guy who was like, this is going to tie them all together. <laughs> yes. They're oh, going to love it. <laughs> you are so smart. Yeah. Cinematic linchpin. <laughs> is this the second movie or the third one? It's the second. The second. Okay, so Tokyo um, Drift is three. Not mm-hmm. to be a dick, Tyler, but it's called Too Fast, Too, too Furious. furious. <laughs> I know. Why would it be the third movie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just Tokyo Drift wasn't it wasn't technically it's in the numbers. Fast, also furious. Thrice that fast, the thrice furious. Thrice. I would have right. loved it. That would that. be the that I would totally see. Sorry, Anthony. It's it's okay. to be a dick. No, it's fine. I just didn't. I just knew. I just knew like Tokyo Drift wasn't four. So yeah, yeah. Because there's fast four. So I was yeah, like, oh yeah. well, fuck. Well then, fuck Tokyo Drift. <laughs> sort of. It gets so convoluted. So then Roman admits. For once, that him getting busted wasn't Brian's fault. It was 100% his own fault, which I thought really worked. As it showed mm. his maturity no? as a character. Anthony, mm. you didn't like that? Mm. I'm stunned. Yeah. What Look. about it? What didn't work for you, ARB? There. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I, I used to go by AB, not ARB. Oh. Um, ARB sounds like you run a beef. Uh, we have the meat. I know. It makes me want ARB's, to go to Arby's. ARB certified yeah. USDA steak. This episode um, sponsored by Arby's. Wish. I know. Me too. By NOS and, <laughs> and Arby's. <laughs> we have the meat. And Mountain Dew. There's our Ving Rhames uh, tie-in. And, uh, and Tyrese's laugh. Yeah. Explain yourself, Anthony. I, I'm getting that. Right. Okay. So <clears throat> he spends the entire movie having this like weird standoffish thing with Brian. Mm-hmm. There is nothing, nothing that, like, there's no reveal, there's no, you know, insight Mm -hmm. that should have changed his mind logically. I think he always kind of knew it. It's that he finally had to admit it to himself, that he was able to actually admit it to Brian. Then plant the seeds, man. This is one of the asshole friends. Yeah. He's like, I believe in you, but I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you. I don't know. (laughs) You know know what actually might have worked a little better for that scene? Is if Brian revealed, hey man, I have something I gotta tell you. I actually did know about it and I couldn't do any you know, I didn't do anything because it would have like endangered my chance as a cop and having Roman forgive him for it. Mm-hmm. That might have worked a little better. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, too, Anthony, I did write this down um, about it was more implication of Brian's character, Rome's reasons for eating. And as a joke in capital letters, I put character motivation, Anthony, <laughs> although it's terrible character motivation. <laughs> Thank you, Vito. You it's, son it's of a there. bitch. <laughs> it's, it's just it could have been better. You're saying for it you could have been a lot better okay. for me. Okay. There was, though, I do have to say the one really great bonding moment. Is the line where he goes, "That was me, Roman, Mr. Roman, Mr. Pierce, Roman Pierce, riding solo," and Brian says to him, "Not anymore, bro." And they Not and they anymore. give each other like five, yeah. like it's a bro moment, mm. and that's that's where the like montage. And that music part would felt genuine, yeah. Like that. I will yeah. remember you, <laughs> and they just laugh. <laughs> well, I, Metabolism. <laughs> that's the name of the song that goes over the credits. By the way, you got that too fast. Metabolism. <laughs> oh my god, he had me for a split second. I, was, I mean, from that other rap, I mean, anything is possible. That's <laughs> true. Oh, now, Jimmy. I, I think that Paul Walker and Tyrese do have great chemistry. I it like does, them together. I do. Yeah, it does feel like they bonded over this movie, mm-hmm. that yeah. they are, you know, friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just don't buy the backstory. Like hydrogen and uh, oxygen yeah. binding to create. No. <laughs> but like nitrous and oxide. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, that is pretty much like 
I, I will say that in this 15 minutes, like if without like the whole heist, that 15 minutes would have been a perfect short film if they didn't mm-hmm. have the whole. It heist, is all heist film. over the place, isn't it? It, it is. It, it starts off with like them, like we're dealing with some really terrible people. <laughs> we're still dealing with some terrible people, but you know what? All we need is each other. Yeah, credits. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. All we're in this together. Yeah. <laughs> like they're they're being super vague about you know their their history and their friendship and everything like that. It seems to me like you know how writers will have like the backstory plotted out even if it doesn't show up on screen. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes to yeah. me it just seems like they just threw a bunch of cliches in a bag. I think they had a lot of fun making this movie. There was a, there was a table the size of the one we're sitting at there that had note drugs. cards on it <laughs> yeah. at the House of Pies, mm-hmm. and there were the coffee stains from where he had sat. The writer had sat notes. You and know, there was a just, lot of, here it is, guys, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think well, one of the cards just said uh, vague criminal hit, I, I, uh, past. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Exactly. I'm, I'm going to keep going with earlier with like the directors. What happened is the PA goes up to him, you need to be on set, but here, go into this office real quick, and every Everybody goes in this office, and there's just this big pile of coke on the table, and they say, "Make a movie." <laughs> it's like, if you oh, say wait so. a minute, hey guys, here's your straws. Oh, thank <laughs> your you. Straw. <sighs> no straws anymore. This is yeah. LA. So the next morning, hundies. Carter gets into an SUV. He's the type of guy who can't open his own car door. Uh, they drive off. That's and what he, I said. He's always got like minorities to do it. That's it's right. fucking horrible. He's a he's this guy's a total racist fucking prick. Or he's creating jobs for uh, you know yeah uh, for okay. local Cubans. Cut that. <laughs> no, that's that's that. But that's not horrible. There's whatever. That's an funny. angle. Well, yeah. as they drive off, we pass by Vito's favorite character, the undercover the gardener. The FBI agent is back, and <laughs> they're he on his, the move. He says they're on the move. This guy's been in three scenes, Tyler. He we the joke the eagle that we has had, left the nest. Yeah, the joke that we had is like he's in a scene from earlier and. And then you see him in the background later, and I was like, when does this FBI agent get to fucking go home? He is so undercover. He legit <laughs> has to do yard His work. full eight-hour shift. <laughs> it's, it's horrifying. He's still there two yeah. days later. Well, I imagine so, he's that there. That guy's dedicated. Every day. You know? I, he, well, it's a, really it's a large it, making two uh, grounds to He's making two maintain. incomes. That's if you really think about it, he's getting his FBI oh, income so. and his card of his own income. Money. Yeah, they'd have to let him keep it. I mean, he's legitimately working. Makes for sense it. to me. He's probably working at Starbucks. More power too. to you, buddy. <laughs> I know, three he's jobs. Also, <laughs> and and at Target on weekends. Yeah, so, it's like this is America. Bilkin says <laughs> they got they got super deep, super fast. I know, right? Okay. Well, Bil- Bilkin says he wants a, a bird in the air, which uh, to layman's terms is a helicopter. Right. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that it. totally no. sounds like a Bilkin's thing. <laughs> yeah. how, how these FBI agents don't ever well smack him how or whatever. What was a the, bird? Yeah, a is bird. Is going to have a little camera tied to his feet? Yeah, we need chicken? a butt joke in it too. <laughs> what? You need a butt joke or like a oh, yes. you guys. By the way, there <laughs> was butt another the butt joke. That Roman made when they were bonding. He said, Why are you sticking around anyway? And he goes, This guy's got an ass full of loot and he's That's ready right. to dump money in our cars. That's right. And I was like, They're so all super cuts of all of these. Dude, it's jokes. worse than yeah. a Disney cartoon with all the butt <laughs> no. poking Disney references. Butts. Totally yeah. a thing. It's very strange. So Markham's getting geared up with his team uh, that were all real customs agents. Kind of cool. They didn't get real uh, race car Street drivers, racers. but they got yeah, they're all extras agents. casting. Yeah. Miami extras casting. An exciting <laughs> opportunity to be in the Fast and Furious sequel. You just need to look Dude, like you have a fucking you Hawaiian need shirt tips. on, right? And also, be willing to fight in public. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Whitworth is uh, checking in with his scouts, all the people watching uh, Verone's property there, and he looks at pictures of his family still struggling internally with Carter's. I know. Order. I love the fact that the photo is up in a, like 
a heavenly position <laughs> yeah. as if God is judging him. And it's him, literally him with his wife him. in the picture. And like, so you Clay know and for Lexi. Sure. Of course. Maybe Mark Boone is just really short. You guys, how many... <laughs> He may be really short. How many? How many of us have photos of our family? Like it's always everyone <laughs> right, in the family. Right. It's not a picture of his wife. Not a picture of maybe Lexi holding a flower. Not a picture of Clay. You know, with his summer at camp. Mm-hmm. It's all of them in a photo. I think they have to it's have always like looking just down for you to like really believe he has a whole family. Well, I think right. it's it's his. See, they're right there. There's a family. It's like <laughs> they're his family. Him and it's his wife his are desk, in one picture, and they're looking down at him. <laughs> Him and his wife were in one picture, and I think the kids are in their own pictures. They're, I have to I, go back and look. Did you? I, look? I'm pretty sure it was all. All. Of well, them I, I mean, who knows? I mean, I thought there were it was multiple all, pictures. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. They're just it. the pictures that came with the frame. That's right. I know right. exactly. It just it happened just to be a job that Mark, Mark Boone, Boone was already. It was a job he took. <laughs> and it, was, it was really weird. Like I see like the tape around his around him. Just kidding. Thank you. It's, <laughs> it's like <laughs> a line around it. You're like, he's clearly photoshopped. Yeah. He's in black and white, and the rest of the picture is in color. <laughs> it's like cut out. Like it's like a green screen. Green in there with him smiling. You're like, how did a guy like him get that hot wife? Come on. So Tyler, does this make you want to watch any more of these movies? Oh fuck yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> well, no, I don't know, man. Without Bilkin, that, that's that's kind of heartbreaking. It's a bummer. It is, it is it weird, is isn't it? I mean, it's just it sucks. Well, I do. Before before I have a coda. Yeah. Before we go in in any further, I was thinking as he was looking at that picture. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he looks up at the picture and he's like, fuck. And Carter Verone's like, you better give me that 15 minutes or I'm going to bring the rat back and we're going to fucking kill your family. <laughs> That's right. right. Which I, is like, a really- need, they just needed an extra with the rat in the bucket. Right? <laughs> he's, he's like, I'm see? just waiting for you, Mr. Verone. You just tell me where to go and I'll go there. I've got, I've got, I've got a son, a daughter, and a mother on the list. You yeah. tell me which one you want to get eaten first. But here's <laughs> he's like, the weird he's thing. He's like, I, don't have a, I have a mouse in a cup. My rat bucket guy is on sick. Like, he called it sick no today. Rat. He's like, I oh, brought a mouse today. It's taking its sweet time. <laughs> the uh, no, I, I started thinking, what is this cop afraid of? Think about this for a second, okay? Verone has threatened to kill him if he doesn't provide the 15 minute window that will allow his people to get away. But he's literally heading to get on an airplane and take off forever, right? But if he gets caught, he's going to prison for the rest of his life. So he's not going to be able to kill the cop's family. You think the cop would just be like, fuck it, there's but no we, window. We, they we, grab yeah. him as they leave. End of plot. We have this to is presume. How stupid Verona is. But we have to presume that Whitworth knows that Carter is leaving after this. Yeah, but I mean, there's still. What is stopping a lunatic like Carter Verone from sending hitmen? Just give him the window to you're kill saying. the family once he's out of Miami because that guy's a loose end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Like Verone will go to prison if you catch him. Catch him. No more worry about your family. Your family's safe. Do you think he's going to get the 15 the plan minutes? Is terrible, Anthony. Do I think what? Do you think that he will get his 15-minute window? Uh, Do you think Whitworth is going to... I think You're so may unenthused. Go, go, may go afoot. <laughs> may go awry. <laughs> Anthony could not care less about this decision. <laughs> you only have, what, one Again, or two more episodes left, that. and this movie no is over. We're getting into the I just awesome. want the yeah. truck driver from the first movie to be yep. in it. <laughs> to show back up <laughs> yeah. and take revenge I'm still around, motherfuckers. His name is Gus, and he's awesome. <laughs> How horrible would that be if at the end of this movie... It's kind of like the Carlitos way ending where like they, they get away with everything and Brian's like, okay, bro, I'll see you guys back at the hotel. And he goes around a corner and in slow motion, you see the driver from the first film with a crowbar and he whacks, he whacks Brian over the head and Brian falls again and he just beats him to death. And he's like, that's for robbing my fucking truck and letting the guy get away. And then he leaves and you're just like, that's the end of the series. Yeah, the franchise is over. 
Like it, it's it's and not. Rome gets Monica. It's not for lack of trying. I just don't understand what they're going after. This I is don't a understand. Really convoluted. I mean, I, just I, I, this is an outlier about the whole plan. Yeah. The idea that a, that, no a, that a guy like Carter Verone would be use would literally be like moving cash and around. using yeah. strangers of, to do it, and instead yeah. of just like having it. I mean, dude, they had electronic deposits and stuff in the two thousands. You know hey, All of this He's could a, have been done online with was, a competent accountant, <laughs> right? He was too evil for Wall Street. He was too <laughs> evil for Wall Street. He's like Wall Street for pussies. He's not too big to fail. <laughs> but why not just get Enrique, Enrique and Roberto to drive the to fucking win. money? Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense either. I mean, here's here's what I or the Guidos. Well, he did. They didn't win. You know, yeah. Yeah. they lost. Here, here's what I've pulled from this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm completely lost. I don't know what the stakes are. I don't know what the goals are for the bad I, guys. N- neither do we. <laughs> I, I know that there's 15 minutes. I don't know what's going to happen during these 15 minutes. I don't know like what they're going to try to do. I don't know what's going to like. I don't remember. I think that they're going to pick up money. That okay. These these properties owe Carter. They're all uh, Roman Brian are going to get it and then deliver it to uh, Carter. But they need the cops not watching, so they don't know where the airfield is. So because I think I was distracted I'm sure there by are hundreds all the of scenery. airfields yeah. in Miami. Well, there's only one impound lot, right? So. Yeah, I think I was distracted by all the scenery changes. Probably, <laughs> where I was just like, "Oh, they're in a new room." Yeah, not paying we're attention. We're here. We're there. The AD probably was was oh, like, dude. "This is a fucking nightmare." Oh, seriously, yeah. I think I would have loved this movie if like the entirety of it like just just took place on those docks of just them just randomly coming up on different docks yeah. and, and just like, "Why? Why are you here? Why am I here? How? Where did I come? Where did you come from?" <laughs> You live here too. <laughs> yeah. Props, more props to the continuity person <laughs> no, yeah. Right. Yeah. who had to keep this fucking stuff together. Holy cow! <laughs> it's like a did, Nordic mountain behind you, and you're just <laughs> like, did this you guys, Miami? What the fuck? <laughs> did you guys see the latest Transformers movie? No, no, okay. hell, hell no. Wait, right. Transformers four? Uh, was, was it four, four or five? Oh, it's five. I thought it was like I have an amazing six. story about about Transformers four. I think you you were telling us, <laughs> dude. Yeah, <laughs> do do tell if it. If it's not too uh, um, crazy. I mean, I think, oh, there's a part two to it, too. Jesus. Yeah. You're going to have to start your own Transformers 4 podcast. I know, right? <laughs> I'll tell you about it about later. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's on a lot of my podcasts. By the I'll way, I am hearing, though, great things about Bumblebee, which oh, is yeah. 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 giving me a lot of, of consternation. Because I it blows my mind that the DC universe and the Transformers universe are going to get better as they go instead I mean, of worse. I, I think mm-hmm. it makes sense. It's like a lot of other things. Like, I mean... I mean, it doesn't really go. I don't know. I guess a lot of stuff is like not iPhones. They started out cool, and then now they're terrible. <laughs> but like Google Pixel started. Out, no, um, yeah, yeah. Sponsored by uh, Google Pixel. Yeah. No, um, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, they're learning. I'm okay with the Transformers stuff. But it but shouldn't. Like, take, but if this ends up being same thing with learn. this franchise, I think. But if, from what I've heard, if Bumblebee is a reboot to the series and they do it more like what I would want from a Transformers series, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I also just realized my hypocrisy because I was like. I was like, they should they should be good right out of the gate. But if you really think about the Fast and the Furious movies, they start really. I mean, they're they're good movies, but they like kick in on four. It's easy to dismiss so, the first one. But the total, first one, I would say, I'm is a, a total very good fucking film. hypocrite right now. Yeah. And I second, apologize to our is, to our dozens well, of dozens, if not hundreds, or thousands or yes. billions of fans. And where can all of our fans find you? Tyler? Oh, uh, thegrandgeekgathering.com. We have uh, 
multiple podcasts on new ones going to be starting up at, uh, next month. So next give us month. an idea of one of the yeah, podcasts. Tell us some of the oh, podcasts. so um, I, I guess uh, Indie Comics is, uh, is one where we have, we do Mark Marin style where we interview the, the comic book person, <laughs> essentially have them nice. sell us their comic and then we read it and we do a roundtable discussion. But we're not critics, so we're usually really, we, we want to support independent sure, uh, comic books. So um, that's our number one, pretty much our, our big show. Uh, we had one called The Gathering where Vito was on and Abed. It's a lot ourselves. of fun, man. It was, but we're making a new show called, it's turning into one called the Grand Geekery that's starting up in January. And then uh, it'll be a lot more fun. I'll tell you that's about awesome. that later. And then uh, Pull to Open is a, do- it's a Doctor Who one. Uh, oh, we nice. have uh, Andy Nordvall. He's a, he's a writer. And then, I know uh, Andy. Oh, yeah. yeah he's Andy's a awesome. Guy. Yeah. And then uh, Ben Patton, who's a stand-up comedian. And then I have... Um, Amanda Blackburn, who's the head of the OC Time Lords uh, Guild. So very cool. Yeah, and uh, those are some of the shows. And they can, yeah, man, yeah. it's you're doing killer work. Oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate yeah. that. So you got any social like a yes. Instagram, Twitter, anybody? Everything. The, the Grand Geek Gathering on everything except for Twitter is the Grand Geek G. But I don't use Twitter because <laughs> some <laughs> assholes using it, and I just don't want to see his stuff. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, so no matter what you say, it's now offensive on Twitter. Well, you can you be like, I love the sun, and they're like, What? You don't like the moon? Every time I go on there, like just to see the notifications, it's just like you should follow. You should follow the president of the United States. Go, oh fuck no! I'm off. No wonder I went off this thing. No, yeah, we're prominent on Facebook and Instagram. We everything just feeds to our Twitter, and nothing special happens. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. We'll so, check them out. Yeah. yeah, thank you. And uh, I think we all know our social. Well, Hold on, because yeah, back what's to up? the Transformers thing. Oh, I don't okay. want people oh, yeah, to think yeah. I just randomly brought it. Oh, I'm sorry, Anthony. Up. I didn't mean to no, cut it's you okay. off. It's okay. I thought um, Vito brought him up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so I, I was watching the, the latest one that came out. I think it's like the last night or whatever. Five or six, yeah, I forget. Yeah. And I'm watching it. and it It's the one dro- with the robots in it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. crappy robots. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm watching this, and I noticed that the cinematographer does not linger on a shot more than f- like 10 seconds. Like, every single shot is just, like, bam, bam, it's bam, MTV bam, editing. Bam. Yeah, yeah. This is what I feel like the, the plot of this movie is. There's just too much information coming at you at once. That's and you true. you get distracted and you get lost. As I'm going through it and writing it down, I'm yeah. like, I, it's, it's difficult to keep up with all the little pieces of information mm-hmm. that, like, you know, Roman says this and Brian says that. And it's like, it's kind of important. But yeah, and, I, and you guys brought up AD, uh, ADD. I have ADHD. Like, I, it's totally just... I totally oh, yeah, well, don't. I have ADRHD. Yeah, <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> Anthony on this podcast, we call it that day or uh, disorder. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I have that day or disorder. <laughs> do you, do you want to hear something really crazy about the Transformers movies that that I I know from the source. I I worked for the Bonaventura Pictures while they were prepping the first film and someone confidentially told me uh, the reason why Michael Bay's movies are the way they are is he doesn't really know what he's doing. What he does is he gets a hundred cameras and just sets them up all around the set. Oh, I believe and, it. And and someone yeah. edits the movie together. And he does not have any idea how to tell a story. Wait, I thought there was an he, article. I thought it was only twenty, though. He he set up a hundred cameras oh. in one of the shots. That's why it's the same movie over and over. You That's the why the best thing he's ever done is a thirty-second commercial. Yeah, you get you get the same shot of the person like running in too. slow-mo <laughs> with something behind them and everything. <laughs> it's the same things over and over because yeah. he literally is just like, uh, we'll set up all these cameras and action. And like they edit a movie around his shooting, I'm he not gonna, just shoots. I'm not gonna lie. I would watch like a hundred cameras, whatever of 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 time, of just that Steve Buscemi riding on a riding on a bomb like scene. Just 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 that from different, just the same, just the same line, just on a, a on a different, just, just from <laughs> just a different, different camera, over, yeah, just, and just, over and over and over. I would again. watch that shit. Hell yeah, well, I love Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi, and uh, I'm. 
very glad that Tyler was able to join us for this episode. <laughs> yeah, with my weird opinions. We, exactly. you know really we love weird opinions. It's it's funny because this episode um, is as rambly as the 15 minutes we watch, so I think it's appropriate. This we went everywhere. Fits. Yeah. We yeah. went everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Exactly. Just, Just like the movie. Like the yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And that's hard to do. We still love you, though, John Singleton. If you're listening, come on the show. Please come on our show. Yeah. And, Follow uh, me on Twitter at This Game Cheats. Please. Follow me at on Twitter at Vito Lapicola. I'm Zach for real R E E L, and you can follow the show at So Fast Podcast, or send us a message at So Fast So Furious Podcast at gmail.com. And tune in next week for another episode of So Fast So Furious. What's also, up, don't forget to rate us on iTunes. <laughs> yes. Five stars. Uh, Please give us a rating. Yeah, and give us a rating us. and stuff like that. That helps us get our visibility out there to more people. The Absolutely. more ratings and uh, reviews that you give us, the more visible we're going to get. We're going to keep growing. The show's been huge so far. We want to make it like huge, if that's a word. But uh, yeah, we want it to grow like the Fast and Furious franchise. So please help us out. That is on you. You're all our family. Yeah, you are. You are family. Fam- we're family. Fast family. Just don't let the rock in. Yeah. Yeah. See you next week. Bye.